Well, hello and welcome to another episode of IP Frequently. I'm here as I always am with my good friend and a business partner, confidant, a bon vivant, a man about town, one David Michael Brunner. Appreciate it's good it. to see you. You're here. You made I it. Am. I'm here. I you made, made it. it. You're out of the COVID. The studio audience is, of course, behind plexiglass because that's... Uh, and wrapped in bubble wrap. That's required. Well, I, indeed. I mean, we're, we're nothing if not safety first here at health. We, we promote healthy lifestyles and living. Although we have just consumed about 3,000 calories each in pizza pie. It, well, true. But we washed our hands after that and we stayed six feet apart. Six feet and, except uh, for now. Now we're on each other's yeah. lap. Well, you know, it is what it is. My family's out here with me. I'm excited about that. They're, my girls are inside playing with David's kids. It's a good time. They're currently uh, uh, contemplating diving into a pile of leaves. Remember that? That you and I, yeah. like only yesterday, you and I were yeah. raking piles of leaves. That could have been this morning. That could have been this morning. That raked that pile of leaves. Remember, we used to jump into leaves when we were kids wearing our tough skins? Yeah. It's like a yeah. it's like the Masters, a tradition unlike any other. It is a tradition unlike And this other. is a tradition unlike any other. The number one intellectual property podcast in the in the in the globe yeah and we just got the numbers back from finland number one we want to thank you for that morning drive eight to six yep number one is the morning lasts a long time in finland it's very dark yeah it's very dark it is yeah up there uh portions of which are above the arctic circle some are below sea level some are below sea level some are overrun with reindeer it's an odd place finland but we're pleased to be spiking there yeah, absolutely. We want to thank our good friend Anders for helping out with that. Very confusing, though, some of the numbers out of the other Dutch uh, countries, but we're still we're still spiking all over the place. We are. And and you know, we appreciate those folks putting on their wooden shoes and slogging through the uh, various and sundry weather systems they've had there to make it in time for the podcast. Number one that. in prime time in Gibraltar. This just came in. Number one. So uh, we do have a song, of course, to uh, start the podcast with today. And I selected it and I selected, I mean, I, I, I feel sorry for you if you're not in our live studio audience because you cannot see the sartorial splendor that my uh, partner is just regaled all of us with today. And so in honor of that, we're going to do, uh, obviously, ZZ Top's Sharp Dressed Man from their 1983 Eliminator album. Fantastic album. Not their best, I wouldn't say, but a fantastic album. So Sharp Dressed Man. There you go, buddy. That was for you. What a song. But um, what's interesting <clears throat> is that was written about uh, Ricardo Montalban, who was, at the time, the most interesting man in the world. Mr. Rourke from Fantasy Island. Correct. I, I won't dispute that. Yeah. yeah. Played uh, Jake Mishkin on um, Naked Gun. He also played uh, Khan on the uh, on the Wrath of Khan. One the of the original. great scenes of all time. The one that garnered an Academy Award for when Bill Shatner was when he screamed Khan. Khan! And then they took out the planet and you could still hear it from outer space because yeah. so well that's loud too when yeah. you can hear it in outer space because typically sound won't travel through a vacuum unless you're bill shatner yeah and, and also i should also say that bill shatner had the diversity where he played kirk and won multiple academy awards best actor but then he turned around and he was tj hooker 
probably the most lethal cop in the history of Los Angeles, this side of Adrian's med. Yeah. He was the guy, you know, he'd stick his pinky into a bag of white powder and then dab it on his tongue. And you did, he didn't even have to say anything. Hooker knew it was cocaine. Yeah. Oh, he did that. Yeah. But he didn't have to wear those tight pants as my grandmother used to. <laughs> Everything else she liked. <laughs> hey, your grandma, he... I mean, your grandmother was a genteel woman and I admired her and she was a little put out. She by... was put out. She still watched very close pants. Very well, closely. In fact, I mean, it's sometimes it's tough to really know how offended to be unless you take a good hard look, but you haven't lived till you watch that show and you watch him roll over the hood of that car unnecessarily skin tight yeah, yeah, could, yeah. could easily walked around but nope yeah slid right over the top of the car and then you know the priceline guy i mean wraps up his career priceline oh yeah no, absolutely yeah. absolutely so one, one of the best he's still out there uh still alive as far as i know um the next topic we've got to discuss here is the meddling in the election and uh jared i think you had some news for us about that did you want to uh, fill us in well, it's not me that has the news. It's Trump that recently tweeted some potential meddling in the election due to Dominion. I wasn't sure what that meant. Well, I mean, so you have to look at that and take it at face value, right? First thing is we don't ever question IPDA. Ever. I would uh, never. I, cer- I certainly wouldn't. Never. It's like a junkyard dog. Yeah. Growling. If you enjoy not having broken legs. Yeah. Yeah. Do you notice that some of those other uh, quote unquote, um, patent analytics software teams are just disappearing yeah, across the globe. You can't find them. It's like those nuclear, um, the, the nuclear scientists. You can be right on, you can be using one all of a sudden. <clears throat> poof. Your are on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was over Philadelphia. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. We don't, I don't want to yeah, we can't, yeah, no, we can't go into that. I'd, I'd rather go and take my, uh, right, take my, you know, best shot at the horse lobby than talk about the, which we've tried location of Ipedia. Yeah circumnavigating the globe like Magellan. Yeah. Yep. No, it's like, it's a, uh, it's like a necklace of satellites around the globe. Yeah. So Dominion uh, apparently meddled in the election and maybe IPD mm-hmm. changed. I, I don't know what happened. Not, okay. I, don't, I don't know much about that. I don't know, but I mean, I, I can tell you this, I can be very honest, not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. Not worried about it at all. I think that what's important is that if you sort of take a step back yeah. and just appreciate where we are, we should be thankful for IPD's role in this election. We should be thankful for Dominion's role. Sometimes votes have to be evaluated. And if they're not good votes, they have to change. Yeah. They have I mean, to change. You see that happening a lot based on this, you know, quote unquote Dominion software where it apparently decides that, you know, these votes aren't right. Yeah. And we need to turn them into those votes. Yeah. It yeah. could happen with the PTAD next. Who knows? It, it could happen at the federal happen with the Kafka. Kafka. Yeah. Kafka. Kafka. Is it a long A? Kafka. But it could. It could. And again, I, I'm not going to, I'm certainly not going to judge. I'm certainly not going to go out on a limb and uh, question the self-aware IPD at this point. I mean, it's like questioning the genie in Aladdin. Who's going to go after Will Smith? The actor, not the football player. Anyway, so, I mean, that is what it is. I don't buy it. I don't put any stock in it. I don't think it's real. Um, And even if it is real, the people of Sweden just don't care. And certainly the people of Gibraltar don't give a rat's patoot. Let me ask you this. Have you had any uh, good French food lately? I have. In fact, you and I both, with our lovely brides last night, had a delightful French-inspired meal. Of course, I had to roll out of the bed and low crawl across the floor this morning because I was weighted down by some of the heaviest food I've ever eaten. But every bite was delightful. But good stuff. And then you finish it off with the creme brulee, the poutine. Yeah. Which is as long as you don't want your heart to actually move blood anywhere in your body, you're fine with that food. Um, okay, we'll move on. The turkey of the week. Uh, this week, uh, we've got four gobbles for New York Governor Cuomo, 
who uh, led a convoy of COVID patients into the nursing homes that guy's and basically douche. killed 30,000 people. Yeah, he's a douche. He's, that guy is a douche. And it, it says something when you cannot keep your personal brand. That's a term you and I learned this week, personal you brand. You're swoosh. Yeah. He's you our swoosh. It says something that you Some cannot idiot keep. idiot said that. Can you believe that? <laughs> you cannot keep your personal brand above sea level as the governor when you're kiss-ass brother works for CNN. Yeah. I mean, well, he has literally right just setting the stage for his own brother, and he still can't get his story straight. Well, the thing is, there's no more objective truth in this world. Do you notice that? No. Except here. Except I I, I intellectual property frequently. That's correct. Yeah, we were told. Yeah, we got to change that up. But we'll be talking to you about yeah, that. I don't, we'll don't want to cause mass hysteria in the no. streets of Gibraltar, Brad. No. That would be insane. But, yeah, I know. But there's no objective truth. You can just say something's not true and then it becomes not true. It doesn't matter nope. that it is true. And all those poor families that have just been decimated. And I mean, I, I reading a little bit about that, all the people who couldn't grieve, couldn't visit their loved yeah, ones, stupid. couldn't, um, couldn't have a wake, couldn't have a funeral, just buried them. Just bury That's That's what they, you know, and it's terrible. And, and the fact that you can't, there's just no accountability. No one's, well, yeah, I mean, the guy, yeah, no, there's no, no, there's not, not an ounce of temerity there. I mean, the guy is never going to apologize. No. How can you look at your own constituency in the face when you've killed their loved ones yeah. single-handedly, effectively, and then just, you know, move on like it's not a big deal. And then, you know, do a victory lap. Yeah, with a book tour. Yeah. On the view. That guy's an idiot. On the view. Yeah. Well, you know, I was talking to Ipedia about, well, actually, I probably yeah, don't, know, yeah, no, don't want to bring that up. No. Okay. Uh, well, that's it. I mean, that's a disappointing uh, situation, but I think we're going to give the New York governor four gobbles. He deserves every a, single gobble. And a drumstick, yeah, if you will. Right up the, you know what I'm saying. But anyway, this week in licensing, our question comes in from Ricky. Ricky, Ricky in Phoenix, Arizona. Hey, Ricky. Uh, Ricky wants to know, um, first, Brad, thank you so much for all your wisdom. Because of you, I've licensed the IBM portfolio 17 times over the internet in the last six weeks. Had a boy, Ricky. Again, we're not necessarily condoning that. No, it's just, happened. you know, it's a, it's a, an event, a feat. He said, my Venmo account has never been so high. So that's a good yeah, thing. Good for him. Um, just rings of you know people selling the Brooklyn Bridge back in the 18th century, but that's neither here nor there. No. Um, it would have been interesting to do because that was before the Brooklyn Bridge was even built. Yeah. Um, but uh, the question from Ricky is, does my license agreement even have to be written down since I'm licensing the IBM portfolio and taking my payments through Venmo? So no, that's an interesting question. no. Yeah. I mean, it's a great question. And the answer, of course, Ricky, is no. Uh, you are allowed to do an oral license agreement. An implied license. It's an implied license. I mean, a man's word is his bond. I think we can all agree on that. And Ricky's man or woman, we're not sure which. Right. Seems to be a man of his word. Her yeah, I don't, I'm not I'm not good with the pronouns. I'm not. That's not my wheelhouse. What about your propositions? Are they good? Propositions are better. Than the than the pronoun. I am pro now. Lie down during. Come over here. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm I'm. I think people should use nouns, mm-hmm. uh, especially if they're referring to a person, place, or thing. So I am pro pronouns noun. Yeah. But I, I sometimes have difficulty with the pronouns. Mine are him, his, him, his. That's it. Well, that makes it easy. Um. So bearing that in mind, we'll just go with him, his, uh, for Ricky as well. And uh, Ricky, yeah, I would say no. I, in fact, 
given the nature of your particular line of business at this point, i.e. licensing the IBM portfolio over the internet and taking your compensation via Venmo, I I would not write a damn thing down about that, in fact. And I would try to make sure no one was recording anything you were saying either. Yeah. Yeah. I would try to do the completely, we call that deep black licensing. Deep black. Deep black. And so, Ricky, we would suggest you go that route uh, when licensing the IBM portfolio. And if anyone knocks on your door, particularly in an odd hour, I, I wouldn't answer. Okay. Just stay away from it. Yeah. I would stay away from the door. And uh, maybe Ricky should go full black. I think he. I think he essentially is. Yeah, at this he's point. bank yeah. though. He's bank. Mad yeah. bank. Well, I mean, he's you know, he's, his Venmo is. Uh, he's got some hockey stick growth there. He also sent this envelope that appears to be full of cash for you, but I'll give that to you at the end of the. Uh, I'd appreciate segment. That. That's a nice. Yeah. Does it? Nice. Is the bills appear to be unmarked? Can you just take a quick look? It's beeping. That's uh, not good. Okay, we'll yeah, figure we it should, out. Yeah. You know, you know who will turn you for this? IPD will take care of that. IPD will take care. Just so shut that. Yeah. Uh, and that down beeping and, envelope right over there to the. Uh, Steel figure. <laughs> It'll, it won't come back though once well, it goes up. But that's it, yeah. um, you know because the because it's a it's a you know yes. district and then a cut yeah, yeah so up and down and that's yes. we're gonna get there are we're rules gonna, around that we're gonna friend. whiteboard that this week yeah so we'll we'll figure that out uh, so that was this week in licensing Bard or band uh, this week bronze Stevie Award winning uh, segment um, this week uh, we have a, a question from Bob in Rhode Island Bob wants to know whether or not we should bar or ban the use of polyurethane to fight COVID. Yeah. Having seen that play itself out, I I would probably bar it and then ban it. Yes. Both. Yes. Well, good. So now we move on to the invention of the week. The invention Mm. of the week this week is direct TV Sunday ticket. What do you think? I love the Sunday ticket. Although I will tell you that the, those Sunday ticket people are crafty in a way that is, you know, sort of intellectual property oriented, as, as you and I know, you cannot have the Sunday ticket on more than one television at a time unless you have more than one login. Do you know why? Because of their intellectual property rights. Correct. And yes. that's what's interesting about it. Because yes. if you're a sports bar and you can log in with one login and put it on 10 TVs, yeah. then you're going to do that. Of course you are. Even if you're not a sports bar, you're going to do that. Well, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I, anyway, I think the Sunday ticket is a great invention. Uh, I'm glad that it was invented. I, I'm a big fan of the red zone, as I'm sure many of you are. We're watching the Tampa Bay game as we speak. Correct. I think. Is that Tampa Bay? Well, whatever it is, it is. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. It's kind of irrelevant. No, there's no one there anyway. Of course. They're socially distancing. Yeah. Speaking of social distancing, Pippin. Uh, Scotty? Is, is actually uh, more people have watched the play Pippin mm-hmm. than have watched pro football ever. Correct. Oh. If you add all the people, of, like if you did a vertical stack yeah. of all the people that watch to the moon and all the people that watch football, more people are interested in the movie Pippin play. Anyway, we'll move on from that. Um, that's the invention of the week, DirecTV Sunday ticket, where they protect, protect multiple logins and they got multiple games going on. And they do. Even with all that, Pippin is more valuable of a franchise. I don't. I, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, if you've seen it, you know what we're talking about. Just prancing around the cats are glorious. Mm-hmm. Glorious. Uh, let's see. Question of the week comes from Norman in, Kansas, in Atlantic City. Remember, Norman asked Norm. a question last week about Thanksgiving sides. Mm. 
Uh, hi, Brad. Thank you for all you do on your podcast. You guys are killing it here in Atlantic City. You're the number one intellectual property podcast in the world. Thank you, Norman. Uh, Brad, what is your favorite Thanksgiving dessert? Brad, what is your oh, favorite boy, Thanksgiving dessert? You know what? Dessert? That's a toughie because what people are going to expect me to say. Pecan pie. That's what I'm guessing. I'm, I'm looking at reading it. Pecan pie. They're going to expect me to say pumpkin pie because that's that's <laughs> passe, traditional. Passe. It, it is a little passe. And have you ever seen that pumpkin pie mix come out of the can? It's not pumpkin. It's not mix. It's it, pumpkin. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's not it's not it's not appetizing. It resembles something you might find, for instance, in a litter box. Oh, oh, good. That's just, see. Yeah. yeah, I'm just telling you. That's why I'm not a big pumpkin pie fan. I, I mean, you put the whipped cream on there, it's okay. Pecan pie is a good choice with a scoop of vanilla ice cream. I see where you're going with this. If you're going to have pie, you put ice cream on it. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of, that should go without saying it's America. That should go without saying slab of cheesecake. Every once in a while, I'll eat some cheesecake, but you know, cheesecake is kind of a, a lazy man's dessert. You throw that thing out there. It's very heavy. People think they're enjoying it, but they're really not. I, uh, I, I'm not a huge cheesecake guy. I do enjoy, and I, I'm going I'm to, you know, sort of walk back, I guess, a little bit from the pumpkin pie. My wife makes pumpkin muffins, and she puts cinnamon chips. Well, that's like not, chocolate chocolate. He didn't ask your favorite breakfast muffin. He has no, but that's favorite. I have those for dessert. Well, that's not what he's asking. He's asking you traditional. What about crepe Suzette? If you had crepe Suzette, I, you know, you're a man recently, of the people. If you had, I, I recently Suzette, have had a crepe. We like to call them crepe Susies because yeah. we like to feel like we're. You know, close. Yeah, but I don't think you can say that anymore with the whole cancel culture. So you got to. You do Suzette. have to be careful, Suzette. Well, Suzette. that's good. I'm sure Norman's going to take that to the bank. So you like muffins? I do. You, I, you I, want to tell I, me? Yeah, let me tell you what the gentleman that wrote that glowing note. You want to tell him you like muffins? Is your yeah. Thanksgiving dessert? Norman, I, I listen to me. I know it's non-traditional, but stay with me here. Stick with me, kid. You get yourself a pumpkin muffin and you put those cinnamon chips in them. <laughs> You're going to have more than one of those. It's not a dessert. Yeah, I'm sure you are, but not at the end of Thanksgiving. You're going to have a piece of pumpkin pie, pecan pie, maybe a slab of cheesecake. You know, maybe a you know what I would, I would have is a cherry tart. Cherry tart? Yes. It's American. There's something American about a cherry tart. Cherry pie. Fried cherry pie. That, that is 4th of July. That's not something you do at Thanksgiving. Again, I'm so I guess I'm just a non-traditional dessert Norman, guy. Okay, Norman, there's your answer. He would he would tell you to have a muffin for Thanksgiving dessert. Or a tart. Norman. Unbelievable. Or a tart. Unbelievable. Well, now we get to our award-winning segment, Time Machine. Hmm. And for our Time Machine segment, we've got two special guest stars here today who have uh, joined the uh the very podcast. happy to have them both. Yeah, they're here. The studio audience is clapping. You can't hear them because they're all wrapped in bubble wrap, bubble wrap because of the they're behind the plexiglass. Social distancing. Right. But they're going crazy. Um, the attractiveness of the podcast is skyrocketing. Yeah, it's gone up about months. a buck fifty. Yeah, about a buck fifty. Yeah, but uh, girls, this is the segment where we uh, pick a moment in time and we send Brad back in history to try to deal with something in a positive way using technology. Sometimes, That's correct, right? Like for example, when the the Kennedy assassination, we studied that and we talked about whether or not Brad should go back in time and try to uh, get a handle on Lee Harvey Oswald before he killed Kennedy. And then we talked to Brad about logistically how he would do it. And unfortunately, Brad ended up doing something else. I mean, Kennedy still got shot in that hypothetical. These things happen. It was terrible. And then the squeaky from thing, Ford actually, also it wasn't good. a squirt gun. It was, you gave her the real gun. I, her name was Squeaky. So this is where Brad and I will give the girls a hypothetical and we'll send them back in time. And they can um, 
tell us how they would deal with this hypothetical. And you go, you go back in time. Usually we send Brad back Terminator style, but we'll send y'all back in the outfits here and now. Yeah. So there's no confusion and or the lawsuits. But where are we going back well, in that's time? The, well, that's, that's the question. You're about to find out. You're about to find out. Let us introduce you to our lovely brides, uh, the, those that are responsible for keeping David and I on the straight and narrow to the extent possible, are here <laughs> with us today. Hello. And so, Emberly, Good to be with you. Who is married to David and Krista, who is married to me, are, are here and Hello, we're going to send everyone. them back in time. And there's a high probability, having been married to David and I for quite a large number of years, they may choose to stay there. <laughs> And I, I don't questionable. I don't necessarily blame them, but uh, anyway, David, where, where are they going? Well, here before we even go into the um, go into the time machine, we should say that uh, this podcast is brought to you by IPedia. IPedia automation of innovation. Automation of innovation, the only yeah. self-aware intellectual property platform in the in the galaxy, uh, which is saying something. True saying something, as we talked about before, it was part of the um, meddling in the election, but that was before y'all became... Yeah, they don't want to be any part of that. Yeah, became involved. But so what we would do is we would send you back in time to a specific date. And so the date today would be today, this day, 1920. And um, on that date, um, it was the first meeting of the League of Nations. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. So you're at, you, you go back in time, it's 1920, mm-hmm. first meeting of the League of Nations. Um, you know, Wilson's had his stroke, mm-hmm. World War One over, over, Germany <laughs> crippled, um, the Allies, you know, like Floyd George there, the yeah. Minneapolis thing. And, um, and so you go back in time and you've got yourselves a mission because the United States has not yet joined the League of Nations. No. Um, you can either go back in time and advocate for the U.S. to join, or you could say, screw it, we'll just roll the dice with the Roaring Twenties. And now, just, you, you are wearing flapper dresses, flapper dresses. of course, because nice. the go-go is, yeah. And you guys would both look stunning yeah. in a flapper dress. Mm-hmm. And in a so, sequence. And yeah, yeah, I sequence. can talk about that a little oh, bit. Oh, fringe at the bottom. That yes, would be my favorite. I think I may mm-hmm. stick with the Roaring Twenties. So you say, screw the... So I would say, screw... Say, yeah, yeah. Just chart your course for Nazi Germany. But that's actually. And I would light say. up a cigarette when those long ones. It's basically with the head holder, with the holder. Yeah, and oh, the like head the and yeah. the headpiece. I'm not really more concerned about the history part, the fashion well, part, and fashion the roaring twenties. Yeah. <laughs> Frankly, now that we're on that topic, yeah, I, I tend to agree. What if we sent you back with a twelve pack of Zima? Would that change the calculus at all? No, but I think you would look mighty swell in a top hat. I would. Might I, I say? Yeah, I guess you've worn one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I have occasionally been complimented on my tail. <laughs> oh my god! By, by David? No, well, by David. David. David <laughs> never, you're going to make me blush. Yeah. Yeah. David has never complimented Brad on his tail or anything of the sort. Um, but so that's interesting. So y'all would just let it fly. I would let it go. Well, maybe we could just go to the League of Nations forum. Oh, that's true. In, in our nice dresses. Okay. And then I'm not mad I would really push for it because I think it was very important for all of the nations to come be together. Be in league. Mm-hmm, be in league, yeah. as one would say. Me too. Did right. you ask everyone well, how their Halloween was? No, why? How was your Halloween? 
It was great. I was with my family, my wife. I had a great time. What did you dress up as? I'm not going to share. But you want to tell you? You can tell the audience. I mean, half of them don't even speak English anyway, so no. they're probably very confused <laughs> at this point. There's well, if you guys like Mary Arctic Poppins, Service. if you guys like Mary Poppins, yeah. David was Bert, and I know you guys are dying to see what David looks like as Bert, and so I got you covered, my we'll, friends. We'll run it on the social media, but some have said that Dick Van Dyke is a poor man's David Pridham. <laughs> Many have said that, actually, especially <laughs> after seeing this particular photograph. Many are going to say that. Yeah. So that's, sure. we'll get that out on social media and we'll let people vote on that. And if they don't think it's the best darn Halloween costume ever, I don't know what they're smoking. Uh, that's Zima. true. Nate Zima. Nate Zima. No. Then there, yeah. I mean, I that, that is, that's what we call the bonus round here on IP Free Growing. That is, yeah, that's that's incredible. Well, I think, uh, Brad, we've reached the end of our rope at this point. Uh, yeah, well. probably. May, may, it may have even gone a few inches beyond the end of yeah, the yeah. So at this show, we've managed to talk about the governor of New York and his meddling douche. Talk about satellites meddling in the election. Yeah. Talk about my humiliation on Halloween. Talked about Ben Vereen being able to get six feet above you, which Pippin. is social distancing. Pippin, which is probably the greatest, speaking of musicals, the greatest musical of all time. You and I agreed. Yes. And more people watch that than the NFL. Than the NFL. It's true. Particularly true. these days. Yeah. And so, yeah, I would say that that, my friend, constitutes a podcast. Yeah. Do you girls have anything you want to add before we sign off? Yes. I do have a spinoff of the show coming soon. So I love everyone to tune in. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you are. Look at that. There. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. The IP girls. Right. And we'll have nitbits of fashion and, you know, um, nanny stories and um, everyday mother-in-law stories. Mother-in-law stories would be a big one. <laughs> well, as we get closer to that podcast, I'm sure Brad and I will fill everyone in. And Yeah. No, the studio audience is leaning forward in their chairs. They're excited about that opportunity. We don't, you and I don't do a lot of fashion, so it'll be good to cover those. You're dead with the. Yeah. Well, that's a bubble wrap. Is, you do have to cut a breathing hole in that. Some of them I mean, are not that lessons, lessons learned here on IP Frequently. But, folks, we appreciate your time and attention as always, and we'll be back with you next week Correct. on IP Frequently. Yeah.